Germans, who were the superior descendants of the early people, now destined to lead the world towards greater advancement by conquering their neighbors. The findings of Schliemann's dig in Turkey then suddenly had a deeper, ideological meaning. For the nationalists, the purely Aryan symbol Schliemann uncovered was no longer an archaeological mystery. It was a stand-in for their superiority. German nationalist groups like the Reichshammerbund, a 1912 anti-Semitic group, and the Bavarian Freikorps, paramilitarists who wanted to overthrow the Weimar Republic in Germany, used the swastika to reflect their newly discovered identity as the master race. It didn't matter that it traditionally meant good fortune, or that it was found everywhere from monuments to the Greek goddess Artemis to representations of Brahma and Buddha and at Native American sites, or that no one was truly certain of its origins. When Heinrich Schliemann discovered swastika-like decorations on pottery fragments in all archaeological levels at Troy, it was seen as evidence for a racial continuity and proof that the inhabitants of the site had been Aryan all along, writes anthropologist Gwendolyn Lyke. The link between the swastika and Indo-European origin, once forged, was impossible to discard. It allowed the projection of nationalist feelings and associations onto a universal symbol, which hence served as a distinguishing boundary marker between non-Aryan, or rather non-German, and German identity. As the swastika became more and more intertwined with German nationalism, Adolf Hitler's influence grew, and he adopted the hooked cross as the Nazi party symbol in 1920. He was attracted to it because it was already being used in other nationalist, racialist groups, says Stephen Heller, author of The Swastika, Symbol Beyond Redemption, and Iron Fists, Branding the 20th Century Totalitarian State. I think he also understood instinctually that there had to be a symbol as powerful as the hammer and sickle, which was their nearest enemy. To further enshrine the swastika as a symbol of Nazi power, Josef Goebbels, Hitler's minister of propaganda, issued a decree on May 19, 1933, that prevented unauthorized commercial use of the hooked cross. The symbol also featured prominently in Leni Riefenstahl's propagandist film Triumph of the Will, writes historian Malcolm Quinn. When Hitler is absent, his place is taken by the swastika, which, like the image of the Führer, becomes a switching station for personal and national identities. The symbol was on uniforms, flags, and even as a marching formation at rallies. Efforts to ban the display of the swastika and other Nazi iconography in the post-war years, including current German criminal laws that prohibit the public use of the swastika and the Nazi salute, seem to have only further enshrined the evil regime it was co-opted by. Today, the symbol remains a weapon of white supremacist groups around the world. In recent months, its prevalence has spiked around the U.S., with swastikas appearing around New York City, Portland, Pennsylvania, California, and elsewhere. It seems the harder authority figures attempt to quash it out, the greater its power to intimidate. For Heller, this is an intractable problem. I think you can't win, Heller says. Either you try to extinguish it, and if that's the case, you've got to brainwash an awful lot of people, or you let it continue, and it will brainwash a lot of people. As long as it captures people's imaginations— as long as it represents evil, as long as that symbol retains its charge, it's going to be very hard to cleanse it.